Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson, and this is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi all. And today we're reaching our final uh, film instalment in our Indiana Jones series, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Well, it's a kingdom of the crystal skull, actually. Mm. And George Lucas won the kingdom ah, bit, wasn't there? Kingdom in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that goes without saying. So anyway... Um, it let's... is a rock story. But yes. Yeah, well, yeah. So <laughs> this is a film that no doubt that you may have heard Steven Spielberg wasn't jumping for joy to do. Yeah, because, I mean, he was... Um... He'd, he'd come off doing, what, Close Encounters and some other sci-fi movies. He didn't want to do another alien-type movie. Mm. So George said, well, they're not actually aliens. We're going to make them interdimensional beings. Yeah, so... so wait a minute. So why would interdimensional beings need a flying saucer? Beats me. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Hey, yeah. hey, good sales job, George. Yeah, but not to mention, a lot of people over the years, and this concludes if you watch that movie, Stargate. Hey, great movie, that. We might do that one day. Mm, we not might. all the movies, just Stargate 1. Yes. We're not going to do franchises all, all the time, time, are we? Nope. No, good. So okay. anyway, good. Um, <laughs> it sort of falls into that sort of story where most people keep theme- assuming that that who built the pyramids? Why do, are they a, pyra- a pyramid shape? Why does it have to be this shape? Why not a triangle? I mean, why not I could a, tell, I what could, about a square? I why could not tell them all like about that, but mm. we're not. it's not an archaeological site. True, true. It is a film review site. Yes, true. <laughs> yes. Uh, but so, we, we might touch on things like that later on, yeah, yes. in, in, if it comes into a film review. Yes. So anyway... Um, while George and Harrison Ford, they were all for to do a, a fourth movie, and they were pushing Stephen to get involved. Come on, give us another one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and there were some few ideas, a few titles they came up with, and not to mention while they were filming this film, uh, one of the extras revealed to a newspaper a little bit about the plot or the key elements to Which the plot. Which is a no-no, hey. Yes, mm. even after he was signed a agreement the to not... Yeah, the Privacy Act for not mentioning into the media what this film is about. Which is a, a lot... penalty of death. Yes, no. which a lot of the time I get annoyed that so much information is re- being released about certain yes. films even before they're released. And then the trolls get ha- uh, get get a hand on it, and they rip it apart even before they've even seen the movie. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Troll. Yes, it yeah. does annoy me that that we, um, a certain movie or certain movies, I'm going to say, get um. Get trollified before it even get released. It's happens yeah, like so on, many guys. times. You, you get a life, you know, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, let us roll on with the storyline. Yes. Actually, well, I will say one thing though before we start though. Um, when they wrote the story, it was originally going to be Nazis again. Now, this was about 19 years after the last movie, you know, in, in time frame of the movie. Um, and what happened is that, well, there's no more, the war was over. Yes. And they're going to say, okay, we'll have some retired um, German uh, Nazi uh, people who are still looking for naughty things yeah, to mm. dominate the world. Um, but they thought, well, the Cold War's going on, so a bit of James Bondy stuff and everything else. So, hey, why not bring the Russians in for a change? So, mm. yeah, well, out with the Nazis, in, in with the Russians. The... Quite right, Mike. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, our story begins... Uh, with Indiana Jones and his new friend Mac, I think. Yeah, Mac, yeah. And they've been abducted by these Russian creeps. Yep. Not being nasty to real Russians out there. Well, in the movie, the creeps. Yes. Anyway, they get abducted and they take into Area 51 or somewhat yes, like it. Yes, Area 51, that's well in the building. Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be a, a secured area for locking things away yeah. than to keep them protected. Yeah, you may yeah. remember the same. Pl- it's the same place where... Um, where they put the um, Ark of the Covenant at the end of the, yeah, yeah, the exactly of right. Raiders of the Lost Ark. And many other things. Many secretive things. We won't go in there, but it's a secret. If we tell you, we're going to kill you, okay? Or the government will kill you. Yeah. So anyway, Indy and Mac, they are abducted by these Russians. They want something inside the warehouse. And this lady, who's a Russian too, uh, what's her name? Her, well, Kate Blanchett. Is playing the role of Irina 
Spalko. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's right. That's, that's a, a Soviet agent, and she's very, very good at it. Yeah. I mean, considering she's not Russian, she's got a, she does the accent quite nicely, mm-hmm. mm. and the attitude. Quite right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she abducts them, and she wants this artifact because it's it's very important for her. The Cold War, obviously. Well, yeah, I think she's representing Stalin. I think it's Stalin, yeah, which is her her leader. Uh, yeah. And, and like Hitler, Stalin believes in the supernatural and the psychic stuff. So he got a a thing for things supernatural and things psychic and stuff. That if we do, if we control the people's minds, we can uh, go for world domination, that mm. sort of thing. So Did Stalin know. really um, get involved in that sort of well, thing? I don't know. I, have, I, must re- I, I saw a movie about Stalin, but it was a comedy, so it doesn't matter, does it? No, no, no not um, so much. But no, I don't know much about Stalin. Yeah, so anyway, yeah. Indy um, shows, gets, gives them the artifact and they start to plan on either killing him or you know, continue on their quest for world domination. <laughs> and, of course, Indy does escape, and he gets caught up by the um, American army guys, and they are questioning him that whether or not they think he's a... Um, a he, he, they th- they, he thinks he might be in uh, with the Soviet uh, troops. Yeah, spies, like whatever. communists. Yeah. Like what we yeah, talk- like the communists, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, like what we talked about the Red Scare a while back, guys. Yeah, in that uh, the Witch Hunt movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Yeah, so- yeah. It but gets around. He was a, a communist sympathizer. He's yeah. siding with the Russians. Yeah, Just because no. he yeah. uh, was abducted and taken to a secret location. And he helped them out yeah, because yeah. they're going, either help us or die. You know, yes. well, what would you do, folks? I would certainly help them. And not to mention, he was working in the army for a bit if you watched the young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Yeah, he's a hero. Yes, but they, the American guy, FBI guys don't really 100% believe that he's a a 100% good guy. Yeah, they're, um, what's the word? They, it, it, I mean, in a court of law, you normally go in there and you're innocent until proven guilty. With the FBI guys, it's the case that you're guilty until proven innocent. Yeah. Not a very nice this attitude. This is where, yeah. when we get back to Indy's um, university, he's teaches that, he's told by his the dean that the FBI has searched his office to find out if there's any secret stuff about the Russians. What if there's condoms in the drawer? <laughs> well, well, what? Yeah, and of course in this Sorry. one, we see more, more male students, unlike last time, yeah, it was he, all a lot of females. Yeah, he's getting old now, so he's not, he's not eye candy for the girls anymore, is he? Yeah. <laughs> oh, then again, yeah, well. I think some girls still probably still think he's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. Sean Connery aged well. Maybe not now. Yes. But <laughs> yeah, so the dean tells them the bad news that he's no longer part of their teaching staff and he has to leave. Shame, shame, shame. Yeah, and he, he even gave him more bad news that the, the dean resigned from his position there too. Yeah, yeah. So that to help protect Indiana. In his, he's, see, Indiana wasn't actually Indiana wasn't sacked. He was just put off on a long-term holiday. Yeah. Until things settled down. Yeah, something mm. like that. Mm. Anyway, um, Indy um, um, makes arrangements to to leave, and it's he. We then reveal in this one that Indy's dad's passed away. When in real life, Sean Connery didn't want to do any more Indiana Jones. Well, because he's sort of retired. He's retired now, and he didn't want to come back out of retirement for. Five or ten minutes of the film. Yes, and he's so, yeah. happy where he is now, just so you guys know. Yeah, yeah. So we can't really well, force him. he's spending some... all his hard-earned money, you know. Yeah, well, <laughs> we can't force someone to get back in the industry. That's he's not enjo- nice. He was enjoying retirement back in those days. But, I mean, when you have... So I don't know how many movies Sean Connery made, but, I mean, when you're working in the media and doing mm. interviews and doing this and doing that, and mm. I mean, you, you don't get any personal time. And in the end, you say, well, I'm sick of it all. And then people just walk away from it. Mm-hmm. Or down tools yeah. to a certain degree. Yes. Mm. So, moving on. Um, Indy's heading off onto his train. And then we have this mysterious kid arrive named Matt, Matt Williams. Who has... Matt, like in Puppy Dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who has some secret information to in, in disclose. Is, is that right? Yeah, he had some secret... Well, some information he wanted to... Pass on to Indiana. Yeah. So he tells them about this um, other archaeologist named, um, what's his name? Oxley. Oxley. Harold Oxley. Yes. 
known as Ox to his friends, <laughs> and he was something like a, it was a bit of a stepfather to Mutt, was he? Um, sort of like that. Yeah, the step, yeah, you know, or stepfather, or or a, or, or, a a godfather. or a godfather, or something. Because yeah. um, uh, we won't go into the other bits, but um, I, I think the guy that his mother married passed away early, hmm. and he became. Um, Ox, um, a, a close friend a, yeah, of the family, like a godfather yeah. if you will yeah. Yeah. so M- M- says he's mysteriously vanished and he left um, a, a letter to his to Mutt's mum and he, in return Mutt gets it and he and he's advised to take it to to Indy it had some squiggly bits on it I can't read them I'm an archaeologist but, yeah. but anyway anyway um, Indy figures out what it is, it's got something to do with, um, gee, crystal skulls and some um, conquistador Francesco di Orleano or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mike, Mike, let's talk about the crystal skulls for just a minute. Well, you have to go and find the crystal skulls. I know, <laughs> no, I just meant, we discussed earlier that ah. the crystal skulls is actually a fake artifact. Well, okay, I, I, I read a lot and I, I have an interest in archaeology. Now, the crystal skull... A, or a crystal skull was discovered a few decades back. Uh, I don't know exactly when, and they it was uh, made out to be something fantastic and supernatural, or maybe alien or a different life force or life form from previous period, whatever. It was actually proven to be a fake. You see, it was made using common tools, glass blowing, whatever they did, you know. Uh, I think was, I don't know what it was made out of, but there was tool marks on it. It wasn't made as great as everyone made out. It was a fake. It was a fake. In- Unfortunately, and that's what annoys me. The great, great part about this movie is everything else. I mean, the Raiders of the Lost Ark was based on a real religious relic. The uh, Temple of Doom was based on something out of Indian culture, and the thuggies and stuff did exist. The um, the Last Crusade was based on looking for the Holy Grail, which was is still believed to be around, even though it's more uh, folklore and fancy. To but it does refer back to Jesus Christ, who was a real entity. Yes. But this one here is like totally fiction, total yeah. entity. Does this made it up? And yeah, yeah, and yeah. It anyway, does let's make roll along with it. Yeah, yeah let's so, the skulls. Yeah, so <laughs> it's a good movie somehow the Russians <laughs> catch up to Indy, and yeah. we have a bit of a brief um, car—I mean, car chase—with with with Mutt with and Indy riding the motorcycle. Yeah, and Mutt's driving the bike, yeah. and Indy's on the back. And yeah, and just so you guys not a bad chase, yeah. not bad. Just so you guys know that um, Harrison Ford had to get shape up in when they were making this movie, and so he wants to do all his own stunts a little bit here I don't know if he did all his own stunts, no, but yeah, a lot of, the, you know, that motorbike scene, the close-ups for him, but mm. on the faraway shots yeah. had some people. But uh, as mm. I said before, well, I haven't mentioned this before, Steven Spielberg, he wanted to minimise the CGI side of things in this movie, yes. and wanted to go back to an old way of filming, using stunt doubles and people, exactly. you and know. And paintings and stuff yeah. instead of CGI. And, and they, in the end, they did use a bit more CGI than they anticipated, but that was more to make it more convenient to make the movie than to actually... Believable. Well, well yeah, to make it look believable and natural, um, yeah, but, but not to take the place yeah. of natural. But as mm. Harrison Ford mm. pointed out, he says he wanted to make sure his, his action scenes look authentic. Like when he punches someone, you know, in the face, it has to look believable. Real blood? No. Not believable like that. Uh, believable, uh. just believable that that you guys know it's a real punch. Like it's, he's not really looking like an like he was Spider Man or something. Ew. <laughs> something sticky. like that. So anyway, guys. Sticky, sticky, sticky. So anyway, guys. Carry on. Um, we get a chase. <laughs> We're told later on that they have to head off to Peru to to get. To find out more about the uh, artifact. Yeah, they're following the clues. They found Oxley, sort of. Yes, but that's much later. Well, they found no. Well, they well they found where it's supposed to be. Yes. Yeah. And they actually went to the. His, they, they said the story. Of the, he, they found he came out of the jungle. And he was yeah. half crazy and everything else. They put him in a um, hmm. an infirmary with some nuts and yeah. nuns running it. Yes, exactly. Hmm. And this is where we get more of a backstory toward to Indy, the young where. 
he learnt um, the languages, some languages of from Peru, um, from when he was he used to um, ride with Pancho Villa. Yeah, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. yeah, you may remember it in Young Indiana Jones when he was in in, in spring camp. I mean, in spring. I mean, spring holidays when. Okay. Where he um. Spring holidays. He got spring holidays. Didn't yeah, he? yeah. Spring well, break. Sorry. Spring break. Um, so it's better. in the Young Jones and on spring break adventures where Indy is um, on holidays with his dad. And he gets kidnapped by Pancho Villa and all that stuff. But I won't tell you the whole story, obviously. We're not reviewing that, are we? No. No, good, okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, Indy um, tells Mutt about this. And Mutt indulged that he wants a school dropout and he doesn't want to go. He went to a lot of, public, a lot of private schools, but he doesn't really give much he doesn't, rat, give rats, rats, he doesn't give a rat's. I don't. He doesn't give a rat's ass about. He doesn't um, give a rat's bottom. Not rat's ass. butt about <laughs> education. Sadly enough, but he's yeah. interested in reading sometimes. But he's not interested. in... He wants to be a motor motorbike mechanic. Yes, uh, and Indiana says that's a good idea, son. Do, don't do let people tell you what to do. Your own thing. Yeah, yeah and yeah. Mutt says he's had a hard time at home too. Yeah, like a lot of like Indy who had a hard time at when he was a kid too. So anyway, as we're going on. We find um, the de- some details in, in Oxley's cell that show a map of sorts. Yeah, we scratched stuff on the wall, yes. but they but they're on the floor. He actually done they did a map, but you couldn't see the map properly because there's dirt all over it yeah. and stuff. So yeah. um, they cleaned yeah. the dirt off and said, "Oh, there's a map." Yeah, Very this goody. makes me think about Last Crusades, where you had where you had to look at the scratches on the floor to to see. Hey, actually, I'm a little bit the confused. Main, the maps. How long was Ox in there for? Gosh, no. I didn't say, I mean, he would have done a lot of etching in there. And if that was rock or concrete, what did he scratch the map in the ground with? Good His question, teeth, Mike. Did he chew it in? <laughs> yeah, that's impossible. Yeah, but, but yeah. And yeah. not to mention the engravings were, like, very wedged deep. Like, it was... Yeah, a couple of mill deep, so he, yeah. he, he made it. Yeah, you could see it. Mm-hmm, true. True. Like the, 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 the map room in the other movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, roughly. So anyway, um, we they then head off to the actual um, t- the tomb of our, you know, this the, the Spanish conquistador. Yes, and they f- they go f- they get a bit of trouble at the beginning, but soon enough they do find what they were looking for, the crystal skull, which is unbelievable, if you ask me. It's quite an attractive piece of uh, stuff. And yeah, and Indy yeah, says... You probably buy one for a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah but yeah. Indy notices <laughs> a lot of um, things, peculiar things about it. Like, well, there's no... Um, cu- there's no carvings on it. There's, there's, no, there's no tool marks. There's no tool yeah, marks yeah, yeah, to indicate yeah. who made it. And, ha- and, you know, it's sort of yeah. like any artifact out, if you look at pottery and, and other stuff, you always notice there's this, a tool there's mark a or tool a hallmark mark. stamped on the bottom or something. Or, yeah, there's no indication it's actually made by human hands. Yes, it looks too much like a like a, like a real skull or, or something like that. Well, but, yeah, sort of. But, but it's considering that the big... Um, I don't know much about skeletons, but it has a big head to it. Yeah, the back of the head is elongated. That's a good, that's a good word. That's a word for that's it. A long, that's a good word. Elongated. Yeah, and anyway, um, they they get a- ambushed by the Russians again, and they're taken to a new digging site or, or new site to um, and where Indy gets a bit more information about the skull, and at the same time, he doesn't believe half of the malarkey they're, they're believing. Uh, then, doesn't he meet uh, Ox then? And yeah, Marion? he does. Yeah. So in this scene, he kind of um, meets Ox, meets Marion after so many years. At least 19 years. Yes, and <laughs> and he realises that um, Mutt is the um, son to to. Yeah, he's Marion. Henry Jones. The third sort of, even though his name's Williams. Yeah, but yeah. Of course, um, um, we don't get to that part, but we're roughly getting there. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, we get more information from Oxley about the actual location of where the the um. Yeah, Oxley's mind is still gone, but it's not gone, gone. It's been controlled by the skull. Yes, his brains tr- are completely yeah. scrambled. Yeah. In other words. Exactly right. Yes. But yeah, for a good reason. He, yeah. he, he's a mouthpiece for the skull people, uh, the yeah. uh, the skull personality, yeah, yeah whatever. Uh, yeah. Trying to communicate the other people on where to get the skull. They want to see the, the where the skull came from. 
is wanting the skull taken back to where it belongs. Yeah. Mm. So, so anyway. Through, through ox, they're yeah. trying to get that. So they try to escape again, mm. a, again. a second yeah. time, <laughs> or try to. Um, but they end up, Indy and Marion end up in quicksand or... or, or, or actually, some dry sand. Dry sand. Very similar to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Indy you wiggle get, too much, you go under. Yeah. Yes, anyway, um, Mutt goes off and tries to find something, a rope or a piece of um, whatever. Yeah. And Marion confides to Indy that... That Mutt is his own son, Henry Jones III, as we said. And Indy oh. says, why did, you, why did you let him drop out of school? <laughs> well, the sinking in the sand, mind you. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was a bit shocked. Well, I had nothing else to do. They were just hanging around there, weren't yeah. they? You know, yeah. Anyway, Mutt arrives. He, he gets a, a large, large snake. What yeah, kind of snake uh, is it? Uh, like a, it's either a, a large python or a small bowl constrictor, but... We all know that, he, I mean, Marion grabs it first and, yes. see, and he pulls Mummy out and then he throws it over towards Indiana and Indiana hates snakes. Yes. And, and he says, I hate snakes. And grab it. I don't want it. Find something else. And he says, look, call the rope. Tell me to tell me to grab the rope. Don't say grab the snake. And he says, <laughs> so they finally say, fine, grab, grab the, the rope. rope. And he <laughs> grabbed it and they pulled him out using a snake. Yeah, and he says, get rid of it. And he calls him, son. Son. And of course, um, um, yeah, Mutt didn't know. No, no, until much later. Anyway, the Russians caught up with them thanks to Oxley again. Oxley went off to try we to find went help, for help and but he, he help. got the wrong he help. He got the Russians to come back and help them. Yeah. Anyway. Well, they didn't yeah. say. Yeah. Did anyway, they? the next yeah. day, um, Marion and and Indy tell him the truth or the full truth to Mutt about his parentage, and. Mud is not so happy that his dad's um, an archaeologist and teacher. Not many kids would want to be thrilled about being, having a hey, teacher I for a parent. Hey, I wouldn't want my dad was Indiana Jones. Hey, me too. My dad was a mechanic. Yeah, but he doesn't know much about Indy. He thinks he's just a, a dried-up teacher. Yeah. In his spare time. Yeah, true. That's what he said <laughs> in that scene. Anyway, he's not, not less pleased. And um, while they're arguing... Um, one of the Russian guys tries to gag Marion, um, but Indy and Mutt fight their way out. <laughs> and As one would. And I like the scene where Marion asked him, you must have had lots of other girlfriends before after me. And he says, there were a few, but they all had one problem. They weren't you. Oh, oh, I love that bit. And nice. I love the fact that hey, Marion still yeah. maintains her childish, you know, <clears throat> it's just cute. Actually, about it. I, I liked her. I mean, I'm, look, I'm an older guy. Okay. I like young females in movies. But there's something about the older Marion. Uh, what's the name? Um, um, her name is... Um, Karen? Um, what's her name? Karen, yeah. yeah. Karen Allen. She looks cute in this. I mean, for an old older lady... And I don't mean I say it in the nicest possible way. Um, she comes out as really cute and funny. Uh, yeah. Not as dynamic as in the first movie, mm. but a bit more laid back. Like, yeah, I'm just an old housewife sort of person. And she comes over cute and funny and mm. lovable, and she, she she plays a really good part in this. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, they fight their way out, get Oxley, get the skull, and get Mac, who says he's an F. An um, uh, CIA agent, yeah, I think. Yeah, and, and a double agent as yeah. well. Yeah, see, he's um, a bit of a traitor in this movie. Yeah, but he says he's a double agent. I'm not really working for the Russians. I'm actually working for the CIA. I'm a double agent. Yada, yeah, yada, yeah. yada. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, anyway, they soon um, get this crystal skull <clears throat> and they get, head off to Aquator or whatever it is. They, is that when they drive over the cliff? Yeah, three times, just so you know. Well, they drive three times. They, they, they drive, they, and this is the funny part, Marion's driving this amphibious car type oh, yeah. thing and she's heading for this cliff. And everyone's yeah, saying, you're heading for a cliff. I, I know, and she drives straight out of the cliff, but she's already checked it out before. She lands on a large tree branch type thing sticking up the side of the cliff, which strangely lulls them down to the river, and then she drives off into the river. Yeah, this bit I like because Indy says, don't do that again. And she says, yes, dear, <laughs> <laughs> and drives off while she's going to the shops. Yeah. <laughs> really funny. I love his music. But the next part was uh, the, the riddle goes, the, uh, the it, it drops three times. And what's that? Three waterfalls. Now, the first one wasn't too bad. The second one was a bit worse. Yeah. The other one was like uh, Victoria Falls in South Africa. It was huge. And I went straight over that and, and obviously swapped the car and different things. And yeah, well, so we're not going to use it again. No, nah, and it's, <laughs> the Marion's on the shore. They're holding the steering wheel with no <laughs> car attached to it. 
And she looks stunned. You know. Yes, and we do find... <laughs> Female um, drivers, yeah, hey. Yeah, and we do know, find yeah. the entrance to the Akrotor. Yeah, through a, uh, a, a, a skull-like carving uh, the... in the side of the cliff. Yeah. So, somewhat similar to the Phantom's Cave. No. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Phantom. Yeah, yeah so they head inside and it's... There's a lot of carvings, a bit, and... Yeah, a bit of a story, like, yeah. like, like um, Egyptian hieroglyph type, you know, and, and, and ideograms and stuff there, yes. but it wasn't Egyptian, obviously. Obviously. Anyway, then they, we then see they kind of run into some natives of the... They're a bit like guardians. Yes, guardians there. and stuff. A lot like the um, Raiders of Lost Ark, where they were, were chasing Indy at the, in that movie. Mm. Anyway, um, luckily, um, Oxley came up with a way to uh, get them away from them. Oh yeah, they they they, they 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 revered the skull as a god. Yes, so and he holds they, up the he holds it up and he, and they t- and they kind of move away. Yeah, and so they go on the merry way. Yes, merry and, merry merry. And they they come to a dead end at first, but they were able to work out how to get inside the actual Akator pyramid. We won't go into pyramid. too much. No, it's too interesting. It's a bit intricate to explain. You'd have to see the movie. Yeah, yeah see the movie before watching this review, guys. Well, was. after what's the review? Man, yes. This isn't reviews about to tell them, hey, go watch the movie. Mm-hmm, true. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so anyway, um, they get inside. We see more carvings that indicate that that there were more than one guardian, supposedly. And we see um, the um, f- full head of <clears throat> more carvings that look a lot like the skull, too. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the, 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 elong, the elongated skull. Actually, I had a query about this part coming What's up. What's that? A, a few moments later, the Russians show up. Yes. Okay. Now, when Indiana Jones and company found their way into this area, uh, they went down a shaft, and while they're going down the shaft, the stairway was disappearing into the wall. Mm, that's a good Now, thought. there was, I don't know how many metres down they had to go. They had to run like crazy to get to the bottom of the shaft. True. Now, the steps weren't there anymore. Mm. How did the Russians get in there oh, if there's no steps? I think that they might have used um, either... Like, an, oh, an elevator. No, n- no well, <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe they used ropes and pull and be able to climb down that way. That's my guess, anyway. Yeah. That's my only estimate on how... You would say that, wouldn't you? Of course. It would. <laughs> so anyway, they they find their way down, and eventually we find the room where all the um skele- alien, alien skeletons alien, yeah, are there. Alien looking skeletons because yes. they were, they were alien looking. Oh, there was about maybe ten of them, was it? Thirteen. Uh, twelve, I think. Twelve, twelve or thirteen, but number ten or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Before we go into that room, we see we also see a, a lot of artifacts outside the room. Oh yeah. Of you know Egyptians, um, other pyra- other cultures pyra- and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Other cultures. Yeah. Actually, I'll, I'll, I'll digress just for a moment um, because it was mentioned in some notes I was reading up. These guys, we won't, I won't say too much about them, but they were a bit like ancient archaeologists in their own right. They were studying human cultures, so they were collecting artifacts themselves. Yeah. Or maybe they were given yeah. gifts as no, I don't. Th- I, I, no, today. I read up that they were actually like archaeologists. Okay, they were okay. studying mankind. I yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. anyway, Indy sees us. At- Mark Max says he said that this is a great opportunity. All the stuff that over the years that that archaeologists have been searching for are here in this very room, maybe. And there's lots of goldy stuff, and Mac likes gold. So he's mm. greedy. See, he wasn't really a uh, a Goody nice guy. guy. He, yeah, he's He wasn't really with gold. a double agent or anything. He was just a self-serving twit who was just a greedy puss and just wanted to take all the gold stuff himself. Yes. Greed never pays. Yes. Anyway, um, we finally, as back to the um, main room we were talking about, we see all the um, alien skeletons there looking like they're waiting for someone, or waiting for, Something or that, holding yeah. counsel in this scene. In a round circle. Yes. A round, a round circle. Have you ever heard of a square circle? No. Uh, yeah, in a yeah, circle. Yeah, so they're in a circle, <laughs> like they're holding counsel or something. Or, or waiting for or something to happen so they can do then do something. Yeah. But as they were, Oxley was about to give back the skull, who should be arriving? Our Russian friend, Bugalo Zorina, whatever her name is. Yes. Uh, 
Splatko, Spalko, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. yeah, and she wants to be the very one to hand the skull yeah. over. So the person who returns the skull is supposed to get a great gift, and she wanted the gift of knowledge, everything that they knew. Yeah, well, yes. Well, Bad actually, decision. Mm-hmm. Bad decision. <laughs> well, actually, it said in this movie that um, for those who give back the, the skull will re- receive lots and lots and lots of power. Yeah, and she wanted it. Yes. The problem is, I've got a funny feeling that these this. I'll call them aliens. These these strange people think knew what was in her head, and that's just evil. Mm-hmm. So because they gave her what she wanted, all the knowledge that they had was put into her. Yes. However, as a mere female human being, I'm not saying females, but mm-hmm. yeah, but it's a female human being, we had no power. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, we had no strength to contain all that knowledge. So yes. in, in the end, it was her undoing, yes. wasn't so, it? Yes. So uh, getting back to the scene. Um, as she was giving it back, um, Indy is having having a bad feeling about this, and I can't agree with him because in the past um, we have Donovan, we have Balak, and we now have this lady who thinks that she's holding all the cards. But fortunately, they don't hold the cards. They are somehow she's holding gonna, the Joker. Yes, mm. they're holding the the um, <laughs> not the Joker. Vol- the Joker's a wild card. Yeah, the Joker <laughs> card. So. Um, Indy's kind of seen this coming, realizing. Uh-oh. I got a bad feeling about this. Yes. He didn't actually say. He didn't actually say that, did he? Yes, but Indy yeah. has a feeling <laughs> that this is going to lead to something bad. No, start moving back a little so bit. So when they, she yeah. hands over the skull, um, Oxley begins to spout some language and some dialect I can't really pronounce. Or alien. Yes, and mm. Indy was able to no, translate. I told Mexican or whatever, yeah. whatever the language was in the region. Yeah. yeah. So. Indy translates and says that the alien was grateful for them for taking back, giving back the, the skull, and he was going to present them with a gift, a very big gift. Yeah, lovely. And while I'm, I know we heard from you, Mike, and about um, the fact that she was a nasty lady, but I do think maybe the interpretation of gift could mean something else. Considering that they're aliens we're talking about. Aliens have a different interpretation of what's a gift. Well, that's a possibility. And considering... We're going to give you something you didn't have before. Yes, and considering that in the past, people who get abducted, they give different um, ideas of what they've seen. And most of the time, these people receive something they didn't expect to happen to them. Like um, some person... We saw Starman. She got pregnant. True, true. And uh, in this one, um, uh, well, she, of course, we mentioned she she wants to know it all. And as as things start t- to turn pear shape inside the the um the inside the t- the um, temple, the, it starts to take shape like unbelievably. And yes, yes, Oxley yes. somehow maintains his is back yeah, to he, earth. He, he regains his uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, somehow he's talking normal now. He, he, he gets his brain back. Yes, yeah, yeah. and. He knows right away what's going on. He says that it's they're going to go shooting off to a new, po- shooting off to. He says it's a portal. Soon. Yes, somehow there's a portal in the ceiling that's going to send everyone or some people yeah. into an unknown dimension. They're, yeah, they're a dimensional creature, not an, an alien type creature. You know. Yes, so. Yeah. Um, Indy, Even though it looks like a flying saucer. Yeah, some of the Russians get sucked up into the portal. Who knows what happens to them? We don't know. And uh, that Irina Splatko, or Splatko, whatever her name is, uh, she gets, she dissolves almost from. Yeah, with all that knowledge. Remember, these guy creatures have a bigger head than us. Counting how much information in their head could not hold, be able oh, by to the hold. Way, while this is happening on, uh, during this part here, that all the. Aliens in a circle start to morph into one. Yes. And it's like a big, it's a tall grey. And now you got you know, the the reported UFO uh, sightings reports uh, two or three different types of uh, aliens, and one is a grey, but normally small greys, not big greys. Yes. So, mm. anyway. um, Indy and his friends escape, except for Mac, because he ends up um, being pulled into the um. The, uh, yeah, the portal, portal. too. Yeah, he, he was too greedy. He wanted, he wanted to take all the treasure with yeah, him. Yeah, so ah, Indy ah, and his friends, they head off d- down a long corridor and somehow a lot of water comes gushing out. And this yeah. is where I keep thinking of uh, Temple of Doom when I think about this scene. Well, yeah, that came out through the, the mind. Uh, yeah, and it would have been great mm. if they used that scene for the Temple of Doom, but I'm not well, the actually, director here. 
Actually, some of those th- scenes in this movie actually were going to be used in y- the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, I think, mm-hmm. yeah, or in one of the stories. So they did borrow loosely from some of those, I think, mm, maybe. Most likely. <laughs> or, or, or some leftover ideas they didn't use. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, they get um, the water starts gushing through the um, gush, 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 through gush, the um, the the um, the, the um, entrance there that, and all three of them get kind of um, come out of it like like a cork out of a yeah, bottle. Well, yeah, they get, they get forced up this uh, chute to the outside world, which was great because there's no way, way for them to get out of there anyway. Yeah. And they were up there far enough away from the centre of this thing and the ground starts to break up and this, um, yeah. you see there's something like a flying saucer uh, yeah. emerges and it disappears through a portal, I yeah. believe, or just disappears. Yeah, and... Yeah, and Indy asks them, where'd they go? Space? But Oxley says, not into space, but the space uh, uh, between I mean, spaces. Yeah. I don't know what that the means. Space between space, which means space between another dimension. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we're inferring And anyway. then um, Mutt asks, what, happened, what about the city of gold? And, he sa- and Indy explains that the, um, that the, the word for gold in their their language, the language is actually knowledge. Exactly. Meaning, and that takes you back to MacGyver. Knowledge was their treasure. Was it MacGyver in the what was that one called? Um, Lost, um, Lost City of Atlantis. Yeah, that one. Yeah, and 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 their treasure was knowledge. Isn't that a wonderful thing? Yeah. Knowledge. Well, for you can't the... eat knowledge. You can't spend it. You can't buy a house with it. But it's, it's worth a lot. Yeah, but <laughs> there is some truth in that. Like, um, for like. What Indy has described in that scene, it makes me think all this time he's been exploring worlds that we can't understand and all this time he's been searching for things to that will kind of let our um, brains wonder about. Right, then? Okay. Yes. So that's pretty much the movie. Yeah, and now I want yeah, to oh, finish up where... Oh, okay, carry on. Well, oh, well, yeah, I say um, sit and relax. Indy is curled up with Marion. And Bunt is ready to head back to through Peru to get, you know, before it gets dark. And this thing I like most, but when Indy's mutts heading off, um, Indy says, why don't you stick around, Junior? <laughs> and his mutt gives him a look saying, I don't know, Dad, why don't you? <laughs> and, Ooh, and then they get married. Well, after that, before that, um, uh. Indy's looking up the sky thinking to himself, Somehow your grandfather is laughing. <laughs> laughing, yeah, laughing. This and guy. I don't know which one grandfather he's referring to, no, Sean either Marion or, or no, Sean, Henry. Sean Connery, yeah, his father's laughing. So you're finally getting married. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. so we get to the, mar- to the wedding and everyone's there. Well, well, can we explain about that, what the wedding a little bit, what we discussed earlier? We spit, the, part, about, the way it was supposed to be. Yeah, the way it should have okay, been. Okay, no, we're not supposed to be. The original idea was supposed to start with the wedding and Indy gets left at the altar because his intended bride went to do something. You know, they found a cylinder in Egypt or something or Mexico or some Egyptian writings on it, whatever. But at the, at the original wedding in the one of the early drafts, they're supposed to have... Sala doing a ca- cameo, uh, short round was supposed to be there. Uh, the two leading ladies or three leading ladies for three leading ladies. Uh, well, we can't say three because Elsa two. has yeah, been yeah, oh yeah, killed El- off. No, Elsa, well, she couldn't be there, but um, Willie was supposed to be there. So a couple of people from the previous movie were supposed to be in there saying, hey, yeah. But yeah, and then he, and then he he's, actually, I've got the, a bit of a transcript here of the first draft. Hang on a second. Uh, might be easier. Uh, well, next is, it was a second draft that was done, whatever whatever year it was written in. It was set in Borneo in 1949 with Indiana proposing to Dr. Elaine McGregor after defeating pirates. Now, that must have been alluding to another story which was never made. Uh, she abandons him at the altar because the government requests her aid in decoding an alien cipher uh, cylinder uh, found in Egyptian. Uh, found. Uh, yeah. Decoding an alien cylinder covered in Egyptian, Mayan, and Sanskrit symbols that was found in New Mexico. Indiana Jones pursues her and battles Russian agents. That's where they got the idea from Russian agents. Uh, and aliens hmm. for the cylinder. The script featured army, uh, army ants, which, is that, which was in this movie. Uh, a rocket sled f- uh, flight, which was actually in this when they were in the early fight scene. What ants? The ants. The ants await the man. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. But they weren't giants. Army ants, I oh, said. Yeah, right. Army ants. <laughs> okay. A rocket sled fight, I said. Mm-hmm. Indiana surviving an atomic explosion by sealing himself inside a refrigerator. That was done in this movie. Uh, and uh, a, a, a climatic battle between the US military and flying saucers, plural. Uh, Henry Jones Sr., short round sailor, Marion Rainwood and Willie Cameo at Indiana and Elaine's wedding. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah. Yeah, um, so roughly, guys. Yeah, so it would have. They took some of it, but not all of it. Yeah, yeah it would have yeah. been great if um, they made it. Some characters made a teeny tiny cameo well, in this. Well, uh, Sala, uh, uh, John Rhys Davies, uh, he didn't want to get, be in a course that role was too small. It was like a, a couple of minutes, and that yeah. was it. So, considering that Mac yeah. is um, was um, his psychic in this one, and Matt, Ma- yeah, but John Rhys does not get paid nothing to be in a movie. Yeah, that's it's, it's sort of like Mark Hamill in that when he came back into the Star Wars that. Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. He did the bit right at the end. Didn't even have a word to speak, and he wanted a ridiculous amount of money for it. Yes. He nearly put himself out of the business. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, Indy gets married. Everyone is happy, and then a wind blows up, and and Indy's hat brushes against Matt's Ma- Matt's, Ma- Matt's Ma- um leg. And which makes us think, is he yeah, destined yeah, to become an archaeologist just like his dad? He picks up the hat, looks like he's going to put it on his head, and Indiana grabs it off him and puts it on his own head yes. and walks out the door with a big smirk on his face. <laughs> now, now let's, see, let's go back into a bit of production stuff here and development. Um, when they made the first three Indiana Jones movies, they were running out of ideas. They had an, uh, an arrangement with the studios to make five movies. Mm. And they, they were lost. They didn't know what to do for the fourth movie. Mm. So then they made the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. And then during the making of that, there was a, one of the episodes there alluded to an older Indiana Jones uh, referring to a, a, an event from his youth. And they thought he got some ideas from that that stimulated the idea to write the initial script for The Crystal Skull. Mm. How about that? Things, right. Things that just take so much time to work yourself out, hey? Mm, quite. It's a bit of a relief. <laughs> but I do like this movie. And I, um, I, I would, when I look at um, The Force Awakens that came out not too long ago and, and compare it to this one, um, this one had a lot more go to it than... Then Force Awakens, not being rude or anything, but that's my opinion because I didn't like it that Har- that that Harrison Ford was killed off in that one. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I know that in Star Wars, there's always a, they always kill off the first character at the beginning of each yeah, why movie. Why are we talking about Star Wars now? <laughs> well, I just meant that I'm just comparing um, oh, sorry, Crystal sorry. Skulls one to the Force Awakens one movie that came oh, out. Okay. It, and I'm um, making comparisons that 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 um, Crystal Skulls one, I think I'll be much I much more I was much more happy with that one than I was when I watched um, The Force Awakens. Oh okay. Fair enough. <laughs> actually talking about people being cured off, the idea was to actually have Sean Connery in this movie and to have him possibly killed off or just do a quick a quick, a quick bit. Yeah. Uh, but Sean Connery didn't want to come out of retirement to do a little bit. Uh, he was enjoying retirement too much at this yeah. time. He said, I'm, I'm having a ball. I got my we feet up. We already discussed that already. Yeah, but I'm saying this, mm. he wouldn't come in this one for that reason, but they wanted to bring him in and maybe kill him off or just have a bit party. And mm. yeah, yeah, but he didn't want to do the bit part. So, which is a shame because it's, it's, I've always liked Sean. He's got a, a great presence. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But he's, well, he wasn't getting a lot older, though. He might not have wanted to do it. And get tired as well. Yeah, yeah so, well, yeah, we get, it does we, that, we, we yeah. don't stay young forever. Yeah, and he mm. may want to retire. I mean, not, I don't think too many actors out there have ever established whether or not to retire or just continue working in this industry till they're, well, till they're, ha- till they're, till, well, till they die, I don't know. Now, here's something, time frame-wise, putting mm. things together, mm. and which might keep, put you a bit, a bit in perspective as well. Okay. In two th- in the year two thousand, they were talking about revise, reviving this project and making the fourth of well, this movie. Um, it was it was it was released in two thousand eight. 
after probably half a dozen or more writes and rewrites and different storylines and everything, they didn't know what they're going to do till 2007. Hmm. So it took probably six to seven years to find a decent script to put together to make the movie. Hmm. I can see what you mean. There's a lot of thought was put into this. They wanted to make it good. Mm, very. A little, very little CGI. They wanted to keep it, like Siri said previously, they wanted to keep it natural, as much uh, ordinary stunt work as possible. They wanted to have everything to come together like the old movies. Exactly. So. Mm, didn't they? Mm. Mm. Yeah, well, you can't argue with them there. I mean... I, if I were making a movie, I would try to make it as much as yeah. primitive as I can. A bit like the old serials back in the olden days. You used to go to the pictures when probably a lot of your younger folk wouldn't know about the the, the, uh, the serials at the pictures back in the early parts of last century. Um, but they used to have, you go to see a major film mm. and they have a serial which would mm. be next week come back and you'll see so and so yeah mm. and part two and part three and they had these action hero type guys yeah uh, cowboys archaeologists whatever doing things and you had to come back the following week or the following fortnight to see the next installment mm. and they had that they want to get that feeling the, of the old filmmaking styles when they actually wrote the Indiana Jones scripts mm-hmm. quite isn't that interesting? Mm, what well, a lot of trivia, hey guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, how would you rate this movie, Mike? Well, I'm not finished talking yet. Mm, just thought you may have some. <laughs> we're getting close. To, well, we're getting close, folks. Uh... Mm, yeah. Well, you keep um repeating some things. Here no, I have repeated some things, but it was in line of we you brought we brought things in the beginning, and we're summarising a bit here of some of the other things. Mm. Um. Yeah. Um. They did quite a few of those uh, thingy-wingies, what I was going to say, that, um, oh yeah, they had a, um, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, won't do that, yeah, <laughs> nah. yeah, no, yeah, uh, there's a bit, I've got a few notes here, so yeah, I'll, I'll, instead of having my laptop on, on my desk, um, that's Steel, Spielberg, had to actually watch the previous Indiana Jones movies hmm. to figure out what style he used when he was a younger director. Oh, that's clever. Because he didn't... I mean, he was maturing now. He was getting a lot more skills. And he wanted to go back. So I wanted to make it the same way I made it then. So he had to go back and say, how did I direct it back then so many years ago when he did the first one? Hmm. So he and the, um, the, and, and the uh, other people had to... Uh, director of photography and guys, they had to try emulate the way they did the first movies. Yeah, I mean, it does make sense that mm, way. Yeah. I mean, it's just like um, looking at um, the movie Hitchcock. Or um, he yeah, he yeah, said yeah. that he wanted to go back to a um, a, a way, an old way of filmmaking of where he could just do his own thing without having to re- respond to other people's demands. Yeah, exactly right. Now, I think it's the last thing I want to talk about because, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, when you get into these sort of movies when there's a lot involved, actually, I, that's one thing I was going to say, the cost to make this one. I, I don't know the cost on the other ones. I don't have it in front of me. But the budget for this was $185 million. Wow. But wait a minute. There's a drum roll. It made at the box office... Seven hundred and ninety millions, and that doesn't include the domestic market. It was, I think, one of the, I think, the second highest grossing movies. Hmm. So yeah, well done, uh, Stephen and George. You've done it again. Hmm. Um, yeah, as I said before in the past, in when I that George, that Stephen is not looking at doing the Indiana Jones five movie. Now so he just know. stepped down from this one. Um, yeah. he might be a, one of the producers or the executive producers. Well, no, whatever. Yeah. And he's, isn't Lucas exec? Mm. I think Lucas is going to be exec, and I think um, Stephen's going to be one of the producers. He's got, so I've got several producers. Mm. Um, but he's going to take a back seat and let somebody else take over. Mm. As he said, I'm going to hand over the whip to somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds like a good line, doesn't it? Yeah, sounds good. The one who wrote it for him. Beats me. <laughs> but I do hope that whoever does it will capture the, the key, those key elements to Indiana yeah. Jones. Well, yeah, I mean, Steven Spielberg has a style. Like, I don't go on too much about directors and producers and camera people. So 
But you've got to give, you got to take a house of Spielberg. When he puts his mind to making a good movie, he makes a damn fine movie. Uh, he, the man's got a lot of talent, and uh, whether it's an Indiana Jones movie or something else, it really doesn't really matter. The guy has got a talent. He's got a vision in his head, and it seems to come out um, in the end product. Hmm. So now I'm going to grade this, and this is nothing against anybody. I'm going to grade it a little bit less than what I would normally, only because I didn't like the fact it was a science fiction brought into an archaeology type based movie. Okay, um, so I'm, I'll, I'll, I would normally rate this one a ten. I'm going to give it a nine because that, that that bit there, that one percent there, is it's it was a fake artifact. I see. I like archaeology being real. It's a fake artifact, and they made it a sci-fi. And I like the 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 pure the purity of the first three movies. Mm. It was actually real advent, action adventure with archaeology and stuff thrown in. Mm. So, so ordinarily it's a ten, but in this case I give it a nine. Yes. Okay. For as for me, um, I rate this. I'm using um, rating the costumes, the um, props, the um, the um, the um, stars, and locations and the styles they used or maintained for this one, I would probably give this um, an eight and a half. Considering I'm a big fan of of putting a sci-fi twist on Indiana Jones And I thought I was the only one. Well, no, okay, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's a fantastic movie. Actually, it's got a lot of great things in this movie. Hmm. I'm not telling you not to see it. I think if you haven't seen it, it's great. Yeah, and if you guys yeah. haven't seen it yet, I would suggest watch it now before yeah. you review, listen to our review. Well, they just listen to the review. True. True. Well, they're going But again, guys, <laughs> if you haven't, if you already looked at our review first and haven't seen the movie, I advise, please. Um, please go and see the movie. Please go see the movie. It's still available. I'm sure you can buy it at a local shop or get a copy from Amazon or eBay or somewhere. If the um, shops are still open where you are. Well, okay, eBay, Amazon, <laughs> um, whatever. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, or wait for the coronavirus to finish and uh, then uh, go and get one. Or if you're lucky and it's appearing on television as you speak, then well, it go, might be. Then you, go might, watch you, it. you might have a movie channel putting on. Keep an eye out for it. But I'd suggest, you know, have a look. I would, if you have the time and you get access to the copies, go to your videos up higher than whatever, watch the four movies in a row and see how the uh, whole storyline developed. I, I think between the four movies, there is a continuity. So mm-hmm. I think Lucas and Spielberg have kept, well, stayed true to themselves on that they made these movies yeah, and didn't well, bend it too much. Yeah, that's true. I mean, a lot of um, continuing movies, or not continuing movies, I mean, some of the um, ones, that, even the ones in the past, have decided to do a standalone sequel, which means it doesn't have any connections to the well, like past. Well, like in uh, Star Wars, they did that um, that. Uh, that first one, um, they did the, the first um, six movies, mm-hmm. and then they did the other one, Rebel. Um, uh, you mean the um, the one where they did the side story when they actually found Rogue the one? plans? Rogue One, yeah, Rogue One. I couldn't remember the name of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. they made that was a side story, but referred back to uh, Star Wars, Star Wars Four. Mm. Yeah, now so yeah, uh, side stories are good sometimes, but not always. But yeah. yeah, but it works sometimes. Yeah, mm. no, that yeah. worked. Yeah. The other day, I was looking at some um, films that were um, horror sci, horror films, and they were all um, had a se- had a sequel or prequel and all that stuff, and all of them didn't have a stand. They kind of were all standalone movies that didn't have any connection to one another, so there was nothing to, you know, give the story a bit more details into it to it. Mm. Which is kind of sad when you think about it. It's kind of, yeah. I mean, I think people who do do sequels sometimes that they they trying to create a marketplace for these films. So they pick a a franchise or pick a f- certain film and create make it into a in the, their film into a sequel, and they use the name to make the further more of a ma- money making effort than a creative effort. Yeah, right? exactly. Okay. Okay. Right, fair enough. So that's what they're trying yeah. to do there. Which is a shame. Which is a shame. I mean, I mean, to me, I mean, obviously they've got to make a profit. 
do not keep your eye on. I'm not being stupid. I'm yeah. not naive. They, they don't make any money. They can't make another movie. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, mean, you, I think I lose track of the art side of it, the yeah, creativity true. side. I mean, it seems to be run by accountants yeah. and but not if you the... Picked, um, yeah. If you picked a, a horrible movie out there and you decide to put a sequel attached to it, people may... Um, not see it if it's a terrible movie and well, you don't yeah, want to see it. Well, the first movie's not well received and do a second movie. No one's going to watch a second movie. Yeah, or the first movie is t- total a bomb and you don't yeah. want to see the sequel. That's your own problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, ter- it's, like, it's, like, it's like reading a book. I mean, you get a novelist who writes the book and it's a crappy book. People are going to say, oh, that novelist is really bad. I won't. I will not read another one of his books. So that when the second book comes out, yeah. the people who would have re- uh, read his book and bought a copy of it, hopefully, um, may have bought it if the first book was good. Hmm. Same as the movie. Yeah, so yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, Indiana Jones and Star Wars, and I think about Star Trek, and other franchise movies I could think of that have a good, solid continuation, uh, are a great way to go to, to look for a continuing instead of stuff that doesn't have a continuing. It just does its own thing. That mm. doesn't. That results in a bit of a mess here and there. Yeah. Hmm. Although sometimes I often think um, certain um, people out there would just um, they buy the um, title and then just put you know. Well, they borrow the title. They borrow the title because because the um, producers yeah. and the directors don't want to make another movie and then they they leave it to them to make their own sequel out of it. And that's up, and it's up to them if it's going to be a flop or not. Yeah. So it's yeah. It's, it's sometimes the industry seems to get a bit tired. You know, it doesn't can't think of new ideas and stuff. And yeah, it is sad. Um, there's a lot of good creative brains out there. They don't get a chance to sort of um, break mm. in the industry, yeah. which is well, if it's either the people in it hang out together and they know each other, and trying to be a new kid on the block's pretty hard. Mm. Oh, I like this. Mm-hmm. New kid on the block. I like that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's uh, how, how do you break in the industry? I, I don't know. Yeah, well, usually t- um, to those who are out there, um, I su- here's my suggestion to you guys. If you guys are breaking into the industry, remember always have good ideas. Make sure they're your own, and be sure to always come up with second or third or fourth draft of that of that very idea, so that you know you're on the right track. Very important, guys. Exactly. Yeah, in case you guys feel uncomfortable with the storyline or someone else says it could be better, that's always good to take, yeah. receive oh, in fair like that. Yeah, it's good to get good good feedback, whether it's positive or negative, is how you take it. Yes. But, but, but there's, there's a saying out of a movie called the Galaxy Quest. Okay. Never give up, never surrender. And the same thing in this business. <laughs> One, you, you, you might get knocked back today, you might get knocked back tomorrow, but the next day you might be accepted. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's like I heard someone talk about salesmen. Uh, someone told me that salesmen score one sale out of 20 contacts. They've got to go through 19 rejections before they make a sale. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's everywhere, folks. So yeah. if you want to do it, do it. Don't give up. Mm-hmm. We need creative people. Yes, we Whether do. they're a screenwriter, a story writer, uh, someone breaking in and doing uh, photography, uh, mm. audio guys, actors, just keep doing it because somewhere along the line you're going to be at the right place at the right time. Yeah. And, and um, then very yeah. soon you'll finally get your final break. Exactly. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of people who don't make it. That's because they give up too quickly sometimes or, you yeah. know. Well, they just um, do it for the money, which I think... Well, yeah, you've got to focus on the art and your talent and... Yeah, strutting yeah. stuff, doing yeah. it properly. Money it's, is is good, nice, nice but yeah. um, creativity is a lot more yeah. important. If you're going to do it for the money, get a real job. If you're yeah. going to do it for the art, get in there and be the best you can be. Hmm. Is that right? Quite right, Mike. Yeah, exactly right. So, guys, thanks hmm. for listening to this podcast episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and we'll see you guys all soon in our next podcast and, episode. So, and, see you guys around. And, and stay healthy. I, I, mean, I know some of you are still going through the coronavirus in different areas. Some areas are worse than others, but as at today, uh, beginning of April, 
Uh, it looks like it's turning the corner in some countries, and I really like to think we've got this thing licked. Might be here for a few more months, might be here end of the year, might take a couple of years for it to totally be eradicated, but mm. hang in there, guys. It's uh, I think the worst is over for some, for a lot of areas. Yeah. And those who aren't, like New York, is still going through a hard time. Uh, our prayers go out to them. Mm. Um, we just hope that the government... Uh, the mayor, everybody there can help these people in New York. Yeah, so um, thanks for listening, guys. Until then, till next time, um, this is Sarah Stevenson saying, see you guys around. Bye.